Nam 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 apology nam 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 apology apology <clears throat> la, 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 la. Okay, I'm getting ready to apologize now. <clears throat> hey Fro Fro, what are you doing yeah? with that ukulele? Hey you uh, you can't do that! Hey, no! <laughs> Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen, the silly season edition, or as we call it in Norway, a gurknit, or directly translated cucumber news. Uh, hello, Luke. Why cucumbers? I guess because they don't actually have any calories. Is it like that? Yeah, cucumbers it's, it's, are like it's empty. Yeah, empty calories. Right, that makes sense. Uh, empty calories. Yeah, so it's like it it uh, it's news that doesn't contain anything. It's definitely not a saying here. I know that. Yeah, we never or I've never heard it. it according to this, it's in the UK, uh, mm-hmm. Australia, New Zealand, South Africa have this as a term. Mm-hmm. I think in America we just call it CNN and Fox. News. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so uh, Norwegian politician in hot water after shoplifting scandal. Uh, this is the silly season of the fucking sec- uh, section. Uh, Jesus Christ, this has been big news. So. Uh, this is the leader of the Norwegian Red Party, Bjorn Ademoxnes. Uh, he, he got embroiled in a scandal because he uh, appeared to steal a pair of sunglasses from a ta- ta- tax-free store at the Oslo airport. So the whole thing was, so he was, uh, last weekend, he was at the airport uh, and he was trying um, different uh, sunglasses. Okay. And by by sheer mistake, he just put them in his pocket. He, he totally, like, f- forgot that he uh, didn't pay for them. Sure. And just, like, put it in his uh, uh, pocket. Convenient excuse. Well, yes. So... Uh, then he went to eat, uh, and he took out his uh, glasses out of his pocket, and he's like, "Holy fuck, I did not pay for this." <laughs> so then, did he take them back? <laughs> no. So uh, uh, he he uh, uh, just uh, he 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 he. he um, he thought it would damage the party going back and said that he had uh, went out of the store without paying for them and that it could become a very like serious matter. Oh, well, that uh, worked out well for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it worked out super well for him. Super well. Uh, perfect uh, idea. Yeah, so he, he just he just put them in, in, in his suitcase and... Uh, he, he just, like, uh... Made the whole thing worse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he lied about everything and, and things like that. So, uh, he, he said that he carried, uh, the Hugo Boss glasses, 
that had a retail of 1,190 Norwegian crowns. That's approximately a hundred dollars. Um, and then he changed his stories story that he discovered the glasses in his pocket and his girlfriend left him in uh, uh, the store and went back to get, get something to eat. Then it came true because he was caught on uh, CTTV that uh, uh, the whole thing was him, his fucking fault. So not his girlfriend, not that it was his. So. I think I think the worst thing is that he lied about it. Uh, Obviously, and, like uh, I said, if he would have just yeah. seen it, and this actually happened because I'm assuming this is all according to his his like, there's no you know secondhand report. It's him saying, "Oh, this is right. what happened." So he could be lying yeah, about yeah. that also. But yeah. assuming that what he's saying is true, the easiest thing to do would have been to just go back to the store and say, "Oops, sorry, I didn't mean yeah. for this to happen," and this whole thing would have been resolved, right? Um, but it also reminds me of a very old situation, and I'm going to show my age here, with Winona Ryder mm-hmm. shoplifting. Yes, yes. And now she's a famous actress from Stranger Things, and everybody's yeah, forgotten yeah. about that, and nobody cares yeah. anymore, and she had a I, real... I remember. She had yeah. a real disease. She had kleptomania. Yeah. So, yeah. if this, let's say, uh, he did mean to do this, and he does have some type of kleptomania also... That's a whole other mm. excuse that, if it was true, could could be used. So, you know. But what I, I find is more funny is that the sunglasses were worth a hundred dollars. Guess what? He was fined. He was fined three hundred dollars for stealing the glasses. Well, yeah. So the the fine is is actually bigger than the fucking. I would hope so, though, of, right? Of sunglasses, yeah, yeah. But still, that's kind of funny. Oh, uh, I well, I think sunglasses are insanely overpriced to begin with. Like, oh, oh. I don't know what the fuck so sunglass expensive. manufacturers went when at what point they got into their mind that people want to pay four hundred dollars for a pair of fucking sunglasses. But right, yeah. it's really it's, silly. It's cray cray. Yeah, so that's cucumber news uh, or silly news, as uh, they call it over there. Uh, you don't have anything like this in in. Uh, you don't have an expression like this in American. Well, there's October English. surprises, which yeah. is like during the election season when like all this crazy yeah, news so, comes out about different elections. But I don't think that's the same thing, really. I guess we have to specify that this has to. Uh, happen during summer, uh, or it would not be cucumber news. Uh, I think also that's like based on like uh, cucumbers growing in the summer. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I suppose that makes sense. No, what is not cu- cucumber news though are the tensions in Paris. Holy fuck! Let's talk about a hot summer in France. The police yeah. have arrested more than. It says 700, but I've heard different reports, one up to 3,000 uh, arrests over the course of uh, multiple nights of violence across several major cities, including Paris and Marseille. Marseille, right? Yeah. The clashes between tens of thousands of police officers and largely young men out in the street occurred in city centers as well as out in suburbs and in smaller towns as well. Uh, this is in response to the death of a 17-year-old teenager who was shot 
fatally by police officers on Tuesday after being stopped uh, for a traffic violation. Large groups engage in running battles with heavily armed riot police wearing protective gear. Uh, There are cat and mouse-like encounters involving provocation against the police and responses that have continued into the early hours on Sunday and yesterday as well. So, uh, yeah, I read Tuesday night, so yesterday, that the, it had died down quite a bit um, as far as, mm. like, the protest, uh, but that was also right after the mother of the young man came out and said, we need to stop, uh, stop this violence, you're not, you don't represent me kind of thing. And so that definitely right. quelled a lot of it. Yeah, because it 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 uh, uh, because this teenager was of Al- Algerian. Is that how you say it? Algerian descent. I just know he was uh, North African. I don't know exactly yeah. what country. And uh, it created kind of a, a trouble uh, with uh, like. Uh, well, it's, uh, what I was read articles on is that most of the people who were arrested, so those are the people mm-hmm. you can, like, pinpoint, were young people, you know, under age people, under 18. Yeah. And a lot of these people that started the demonstrations were of African descent also, because they saw this as um, what they kind of deal with every day, but just, yeah. there was a video that happened. It's very Michael Brown, very, um, you know, that Lloyd. kind of thing where, yeah. Michael Brown, George Floyd kind of thing where you see... Yeah videos of it happening or hear the noises and um it triggers something in people to be like well that could have been me kind of thing yeah yeah. um and that oh maybe maybe it was somebody i knew that happened to and it wasn't on camera right and it never became a thing like this because uh the police lied which in this case the police also apparently lied in the report that's one of the real Mm -hmm. reasons that people got mad is because the police said they were charging him with their car, but video evidence later revealed that that is completely not true. Um, and yeah. it shows that police, just like in America, choose to put down things on the reports to conveniently work with their narrative of what happened, not necessarily what's true and what's false. Yeah, maybe they, they should start stealing sunglasses. <laughs> the police? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, they're, they're lying anyway, so... Why not? Well, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It just seems like, you know, th- we talk a lot about, about how the American police treat people. This is, you know, that mentality. Yeah, I don't France. know if it's this is sp- the mentality is spreading or whether you it's always what? been I there. Or yeah, yeah. I think I, I I think it's general police uh, uh, feelings. That's what I think. I also think be hundred and ten percent honest. There's a in France, there is a culture of protest, and it's been around for mm-hmm. hundreds of years, starting, you know, with uh, the revolution, obviously. That's mm-hmm. like a basis of probably a lot of the... Because over the last bunch of years, we've seen protests over and over again in France, and I think it's more of a cultural, like, uh, standing up to the oppressor kind of... Um, because that's uh, it's just sure, in their culture I, more than other places. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think it's it's uh, I think it's impossible to make a police force 
And this is very in general. I'm speaking about the whole fucking world. Here. Right. Okay. I think it's uh, I think it's impossible to to make a police force without uh, creating kind of like the prisoners dilemma. Uh, the whole thing about like, hey, uh, we have power. Uh, uh, guess what? Uh, we will somehow abuse it. Some of us. I think there's uh, ways to I mitigate think, it. Yeah. Like. Uh, oh, it's it's. I totally agree, but I think it's impossible, uh, sadly, because people are people, and people will seek power. I think, but I think, as far as just the hiring process, you can mitigate it in using mental health testing and agree. never hire people who are coming out of military. Uh, yeah. That are going from like a, a military branch into a civilian police force because they're going to treat mm. the civilians in the police force just like they did in Afghanistan or wherever. And that's, I think, yeah. a lot of the times where these police get that mentality is they're treating their okay. own countrymen just like they would have treated somebody in Iraq, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the only place that doesn't have this problem is uh, China because, I mean, uh, there's no need for police in China. <laughs> Isn't China the place where they have those big sticks where they just like yes. hold people yes. back with where, sticks? Yeah, yeah, yep. I was also thinking we, we, we could go on uh, talking about sunglasses because I'm sure most of them are made in China. Right, yeah. And the markup yeah. on it, because they cost $400, they're made in China for mm -hmm. like... Ten bucks or something? Ten cents. Ten cents, probably, yeah, it's more like it. <laughs> it's just that it's Hugo Boss. Yeah, and they just... The yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, guess what? This is such a surprise. It's almost like we didn't talk about this when it happened or anything. Be because guess what? Chinese spy balloon? Ge guess what? Look, guess what? This is going to surprise the fuck out of you it's not like we said it or anything uh didn't gather any di data what the chinese spy I'm balloon so that was shot down by a u.s fighter jet over the atlantic last february did not collect intelligence as it flew <gasps> over the u.s the pentagon said Shock. a spokesman for the pentagon pat Ryder, said it's our assessment now that it did not collect while it trans transited the u.s or overflying the u.s Certainly, mm -hmm. there were efforts we made. Certainly, efforts we made contributed uh, to mitigate. Uh, I guess is what they're saying. Mm. It says it, the huge balloon with a large payload of electronics flew over the U.S. from Alaska last February. The incident sparked fresh strains of relations between Beijing and Washington. Right. Wow. Yeah, I I am so not surprised that I I, I can't explain how not uh, how not surprised I am. Uh, I didn't believe uh, it gathered any data because guess what? They would have not put the property of China on the fucking balloon if it did. <laughs> the other thing that came out in this report is that it was filled with American technology. Like whoa! Uh, like bunch of the parts on this thing were made in America. They had made in America stickers on them practically. Um, so right. one of the questions is: Did somebody was this stuff off? Like 
did they buy at mark, market value or was somebody giving them or like, you know, helping them get stuff to do this? I don't know. If... Or was it an insider fucking job, Luke? Has anybody thought about that? That's what I that was going to say, America yeah. America fucking did it and blamed fucking uh, China because guess what? They want the fucking target for everything that's going on. Well, you got to remember China... It wagged the dog. You got to remember at the time China did it. Uh, say it was their balloon. So you sure. gotta remember that. Uh, but China uh, but, had denied uh, if, that. China yeah. had denied that the balloon was collecting intelligence and said that it had just straight off course and accidentally entered U.S. airspace. That's what that was their original. Yeah. Right. But if I was China, I would have taken credit as well because guess what? It sh shows how fucking stupid American uh, intel system is. Jesus Christ on toast. Yeah, I I think also there was a kind of panic because regular people were seeing this balloon fly over and so the mm. the US government had to like justify its actions of shooting down not only this, but mm. people forget I guess all the other balloons we shot down in over Canada and Alaska in the days after that. The mm -hmm. huge overreaction, they had to justify that somehow, so they said it was spying us, spying on us, and now it looks right. like, uh, you know, that was more of a justification than maybe 100% truth. Well, at least you can visit China without any problems, right? Yeah, speaking of uh, China-U.S. relations... Uh, mm -hmm. um, the U.S. is now recommending that Americans reconsider traveling to China because of arbitrary law enforcement and risk of wrongful detention, according to new travel advisory from the U.S. Mm. The department said it has found a risk of wrongful detention of U.S. nationals by Beijing and that U.S. citizens traveling or residing in China may be detained without access to U.S. services or information about their alleged crime, as well as subjected to interrogations and deta detention without fair and transparent treatment under the law. Guantanamo Bay. Sounds, sounds like China and Guantanamo Bay has something in common, right? Right, it's like, so works with what we were talking about last week, it's not yeah. even funny about yeah. throwing glass uh, stones in glass houses. Um it's like I'm hearing the glasses being shattered as we speak. Uh, yeah, apparently there was an elderly American who was just recently detained in China <laughs> uh, for, for spying, is what they said. A lot of people are saying this is in response to that, but the U.S. did not directly pinpoint a specific person that they were saying uh, was arrested to justify this, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't visit China anyways, because guess what? They are not a very democratic country, just like I wouldn't uh, fucking go to the States. So, where's that? Coming yeah, out of I high school, go. going into college, I knew a lot of people that were tra like training in Mandarin and learning different Chinese things, like to become teachers right. and things over there because it was so lucrative. So I knew a lot of people right out of college, right out of high school, that went directly over to China and they made a lot of money at the time, and it's just crazy to see how bad relations have gotten in that, whatever, right. 20 years. What? Yeah. 
What was that YouTube uh, star's name that uh, made internet parodies and may, uh, moved to China? Oh, um, Bart. Such a, Bart, Bart Baker. Yeah. Bart Baker. Bart Baker, yeah. Yeah, uh, reminds me of that story. Right, exactly. It, uh, yeah. There were some of those people I grew up with that that kid, when I saw that story, I was like, that reminds me so much of this one specific yeah. person I grew up with. Yeah, pretty pretty wild. So, uh, happy America Day yesterday. Yeah, 4th of July yesterday. I mm-hmm. did nothing, and I had enchiladas, which is like the probably the least American thing you could eat, but... Depends who you ask. Isn't Mexico a part of America? Uh, well, it used to be, I guess. <laughs> Never forget the Alamo and everything, or whatever it is. <laughs> Never forget the Al- Al- Alimony. <laughs> I'm thinking of what is it called when you pay 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 uh, your wife money? Isn't that all, almost the same? No, the, the Alamo uh, and also doesn't have a basement, uh, so yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the day before uh, America Day, uh, July third, uh, guess what? It was very hot, almost like it's in Norway right now, and also in. I almost said you lived in Houston for some fucking reason. Uh, in Oregon. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they end in an O-N? That's about as close as you got there. Uh, actually it was hotter (laughs) yesterday than it was on Monday. Here. But, Uh July 3rd, globally, so this is the average global temperature, from the U.S. National Centers for Environmental Prediction, said that it was the hottest day ever recorded. The average global temperature reached 17 degrees or 62.2. 62 Fahrenheit, surpassing an August 2016 record of 16.92 average, mm. which is 62.46 Fahrenheit. Uh, the southern U.S. has suffered under an intense heat dome in recent weeks, and in China, the heat wave continued as temperatures reached 35 Celsius or 95 Fahrenheit, which is kind of, that's what it was here yesterday, actually. Mm. North Africa, though, had seen temperatures of 50 degrees Celsius or 122 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. Obviously, this is offset Christ. a bit by places like Antarctica, but yeah. What? Antarctica is cold? Uh, wow. Yeah, but it says even Antarctica currently in its winter registered an anom- anomalous, anomalously high temperatures. So. Mm. The only thing uh, I think when uh, you said it's hot uh, is Paris Hilton saying that over and over again. It's that's so hot. I she's in a she has like a she does commercials for her own um, hotels now. She's like in the Hilton hotel commercials. That's where I see her all the time now. I'm not sure she. Oh, okay. I'm not sure it's her hotels. Uh, isn't her dad still alive? I have no idea, to be honest. But I, I, eventually it'll be hers, right? Or something. Something like that. Doesn't he have, like, 15 kids or something? Is she, like, the only one? I know she has a sister. I don't know of any other... Yeah. Hilton, K. 
kids. I thought they had like many, many kids for some reason. I don't. I know nothing about the parents. Uh, I I remember seeing the mother in that in that reality show we watched. Oh my god! Yes. Where they make dinner, and then the last episode was her and her sister yeah. and her mom. Yeah. Oh, and then she's got two brothers apparently, but not fifteen kids. Mm. Just just okay. three other siblings. It looks like. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, do you think uh, Paris Hilton likes to uh, uh, go on uh, roller coasters? That's a good question. I don't. I'm trying to think back to her reality shows. If there was ever a roller coaster episode, I don't think so. Don't I'm gonna say so. no. I'm no. gonna say that yeah. she would be like, "This is dumb," kind of thing. Uh, well, I would not go to Carowinds. That's for fucking sure. Because guess what? Uh, they had a uh, Little crack. Oh, it's uh, it's gigantic. But a North Carolina amusement park shut down <laughs> one of its roller coasters. I meant it sarcastically. After a man spotted a large crack that caused a support beam to visibly move, Carowinds yeah. confirmed Sunday that the Fury Three Twenty Five was shut down for repairs after the park informed about the issue with the steel support pillar, uh, and. A thorough inspection is currently taking place, and the ride will be closed indefinitely until the issue is fixed, said the park. Uh, mm-hmm. Our sa- safety is our top priority, and we appreciate the patience and understanding of our valued guests during this process, is what they said. Well, yeah, I find that a little bit funny, because guess what? After they fucking found out, they still let uh, the roller coaster go on, so... It said for, like, almost an hour, is what I heard. An hour, yeah. Another thing I heard is this is apparently the fastest roller coaster in North America, also. Mm. So for this one to be the one that uh, started to break, and also for them to say safety is our top priority, you would have noticed this crack before it got this big. Because it didn't Mm. just all of a sudden get this big, it started as a small crack and became a Mm. big crack, right? That's how these kind of things work. Maybe they had seen... Is it the third Final Destination? <laughs> is it the second one or the third? I think I, it's I the know. third one. Because <laughs> I think the fourth one is the one that opens with the car racing scene. And then right, the third one yes. is the one with the uh, tanning bed scene. The so, roller yeah. coaster, yeah. And the roller yeah. coaster. Yeah. Because I know the second one was uh, with cars and uh, an hangar and some... Tree stumps and the second one, the bridge collapses. I think. Is yes. The, no, yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, it reminded me of Final Destination when I saw it. I was like, that doesn't look right, does it? <laughs> it was one step away from being Final Destination for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, really, really close to having that happen. I think mm-hmm. the, these kind of things probably happen more than we think you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i guess my only real example of it is like people i would when i was running a m- movie projectors right i was running mm-hmm. 12 projectors at a time in one place and another one it was 16 and so mm-hmm. when you go as a movie theater goer and you go watch a movie and something happens and there's a mistake with the movie you're like man that mm-hmm. is so random it like barely ever happens but as the person who's up there on the projector running 16 at a time, I can tell you it happens yeah. way more often than you think it does. And so yeah. I think this is the same scenario where, like, we see this and this is one incident, but it probably happens way more behind the scenes than we even realize. Yeah. Yeah. A little scary. 
Uh, yeah. I wonder if the powder they found in the wild house was from from the crack in that. Uh, it was like a carny the, uh, that yeah. it, it took a White House tour instead of checking on this roller coaster. That's possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got distracted. He was like, "Oh man, oh let's take a trip to the White House, man." <laughs> <laughs> It's a pretty far trip, but I can see it happening, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. That that would be the worst, being high on cocaine and taking a roller coaster at the same time. Oh, or, I think inspecting a roller coaster on cocaine would be even harder. But, uh... <laughs> you know, they say cocaine's uh, a hell of a drug, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, but yeah, uh, suspicious uh, white powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, found at the White House when Biden was gone because it's totally not his or anything because Biden wouldn't use cocaine. Yeah. Uh, His son wasn't yeah. there, was he? I'm just uh, not for any specific reason. <laughs> I'm for any specific. I'm just asking. He's, he's just like an inquiry. My, yeah. <laughs> fell through my mind. I don't know why I bring a Biden son when we are talking about cocaine. Just, I'm just wondering. Random, but yeah. The White House uh, was evacuated <laughs> Sunday while the president, while President Biden was at Camp David. Uh, the Secret Service discovered a suspicious power in a common area of the West Wing. A permi- preliminary test shows the substance was cocaine, and two law enforcement officials said on Tuesday... The agents were doing routine rounds on Sunday when they found the white powder in an area accessible to tour groups, not in any particular office, the officials said. The officials were not authorized to discuss the ongoing investigation and spoke to the AP on the condition of anonymity. Uh, The White House was evacuated at 8.45 p.m. Sunday as fire and emergency crews were brought in to do a rapid test. Seems like a waste of fire crew, mm. but sure. Yeah. Baby, you're my fire I'm just saying, hopefully there wasn't, like, an actual fire happening somewhere that needed put out, because <laughs> this is, it doesn't seem important. Oh, that important, yeah. but... Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't uh, use valuable resources of on this, to, to, be, to be honest. It, it seems a little far-fetched. It sounds like it was in a common area accessible to the public, so it could have just mm. been somebody who was touring the White House. I don't know why mm. they would be out in the middle of the White House, like, doing a bump of cocaine, like, right out in the open, uh, and then true. forgetting about it. The other option would be it was some staffer, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden's brother, talking about uh, Biden, uh, says that he is very open-minded to psychedelics for medical treatment. Why isn't he the fucking president? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Frank Biden, who I've never heard of, said in an interview... I have never heard of him before this week either. <laughs> right, sounds fake almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Said in an interview on Wednesday on SiriusXM on the Michael Smirconish program that he was curious mm. about the potential of psychedelic treatments because of his past struggles with alcoholism and said that he had spoke with with the president about other topics related to psychedelics. Uh, Frank Biden said that, this is a quote, he's very open-minded. The question is, is the world, is the U.S. ready for this? My opinion is that we are on the cusp of consciousness that needs to be brought about to solve a lot of 
the problems in and around addiction, but as importantly, to make us aware of the fact that we are all one people and we've all got to come together. He definitely has done some mushrooms. Right now, over me. That is yeah. that is definitely like straight up mushroom or acid talk. Like we're all one people. We're all we've all got to be aware of our oneness. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds like some hippie dippy shit. I, uh, I, it sounds like I want to hang out with Frank Biden, to be honest. True. Uh, researchers across I, the country. I would rather hang out with him than his brother. So that's definitely that's true. Uh, researchers yeah. across the country are studying psychedelic medicines in some, and some states like Oregon have legalized recreational use of mushroom. What, what? Groups like the American Psychiatric Association have not yet endorsed psilocybin for mental health treatment, though. Okay. Right. It's still under testing here in Oregon. That They legalized it specifically so we could test it to see if it is... If it does work. And so far, from all the things that I've seen, it, it's actually very... The, the results are very positive. So, Shock. I'm so shocked about that. Mm-hmm. Cough, cough. I don't think anybody's super surprised by it, but I think it's very interesting that now it's all the way up on the desk. Well, not the desk, but, you know, in the ear of the president. (laughs) Uh, Hey, guess what? What? Uh, We have some good news. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have uh, gotten a new addition to another digital system. Uh, A little uh, child is born. Uh, it wasn't in Bethlehem, so... I was going to say a manger um, by chance, or... Yes. No? <laughs> were, were no sheeps uh, involved, as I know. It would be hot as fuck uh, in a manger this time of year. <laughs> Even in Norway? Yeah, uh, probably, I don't know. Yeah, In a little uh, cottage in uh, Bergen. Yeah, uh, Tron has uh, delivered the baby all by himself, of course, uh, because uh, that's how we do it in 2023 uh but yeah no in all seriousness congratulations to him and his significant other congratulations so excited for you guys and the baby looks beautiful it looks everything looks great uh so he tron might be off this week we'll see if he gets back next week but no rush to you if you're listening to this tron take your time like have have uh Time with your baby. Don't even worry about us. Yeah, so since Tron is not going to tell the truth, let's go direct into TV. You've seen one more show than me, so... Not, uh, not a lot on TV this week, that's for sure. I got caught up on uh, Stars on Mars. That was one thing I, I did. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell, I love that show. I mean, it was only two episodes, but... It, yeah, I, I kind of wish I would have like stopped and I binge it, but now I'm gonna, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. watch it episode by episode. But yeah, yeah, me too. I I uh, I also regret watching it show to show, but now I'm into it. Now so, we're in. So, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other thing Thanks I saw, uh, Tex Mex Motors on Netflix. You saw this a few weeks ago, I want to say, or maybe mm-hmm. two two weeks, two, weeks two weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of a weird show, uh, where there's I know. <laughs> it's it's you said it was about cars, so I thought it was about like racing cars, but it's actually it's more no. about a company than it is about the yeah. cars, right? Because mm-hmm. these six guys, 
They want to make a company, and the company is they bring cars that they buy for cheap in Mexico, classic cars, over to the U.S., fix them up, and sell them for way more uh, after they fix them up and put really nice motors and all this other stuff in. Um, they have these two guys. Their specialty is what the negotiator and the insider who they, they both go to Mexico and find the cars. Then they have mm -hmm. the fabricating team and then uh, the main head guy of the whole operation, right? That That's the whole mm -hmm. team. And that's kind of an interesting concept. I've seen this show before, except it was Cuba. They were bringing cars back from Cuba. I don't remember what the, oh. the title of that show was, but it was from years ago mm -hmm. um, when U.S. and Cuba relations that. were much better. Um, mm. This is similar to that. Except in way faker. This is clearly like super fake. It's so fucking fake. Like yeah. this company might be a real thing, and they might actually go and get these cars. But the mm. the ones that they get in this show is all set up and scripted and fake, right? Like they probably do yeah. it for real, but the ones in the show are fake. That's the best way yes. to put it, I guess. They do yes. really fix the car up, and you end up seeing it at the end, and it looks kind of cool. But it's so fake and so scripted and um. It's like a reality show from the 2010s. Uh, mm. Felt like Storage Wars or something. I'll give it a... You know what? I totally agree. I think I, I forgot to say that, but it, it totally fucking reminds me of that. Like, the same kind of scripted... Like, none of these people are actors, and they're all supposed to, like, be no. acting, and it doesn't work. So I'm going to give it a... What? A, a three. Yeah. I think I gave it a two or a three. I'm not sure. It, yeah, I mean, it's kind of entertaining in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> in a weird way. Yeah, uh, something that was uh, also very entertaining is Muscles in Mayhem, an unauthorized story of American gladiators. Uh, so, I have seen every episode of American gladiators, I think. Uh, I didn't uh, finish the, the reboot. I only watched like five oh, episodes. Oh, you didn't? I don't oh, think I ever okay. saw the end of it. I only wa I think I only watched the first few episodes and were like, "This is terrible." I never watched more of it. Right. I I I fucking understand that. Uh, but yeah, uh, this uh, was uh, so. When I heard about this, I was extremely interested because uh, I have heard a lot about uh, the backstage. Uh, problems they had in American Gladiators. I mean, there's so fucking many stories, like uh, stories of rape, uh, drug use. Uh, yeah, there's so many things that uh, I, I was very interested going into this. Uh, I felt that it kind of failed in a weird way. I definitely there, there's problems with this that I don't think people that don't know about these stories before would uh, know about. So I, I think the, the normal viewer would get more out of this, uh, funny enough, than uh, me because I... I feel like they're hiding some parts and like bringing some other parts like very very strong into the focus and I'm not sure I like that. How about you? Uh I 
I thought they definitely, um, there were certain things that they, I wouldn't say glorified, but they said they were negative, but were kind of like, yeah, but you know, it was the eighties or, I mean, it was the nineties, you know, that's, it was a different time. So they downplayed it. That's the word for it. They kind Mm -hmm. of downplayed certain things. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, that's there. These are interviews with the people that are actually there. And so they, their view of it, their perspective is that it wasn't that big of a deal because it was them doing it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Where, like, yeah. there wasn't a narrator telling you, oh, this is, it's the actual people. So you're going to have that bias no matter what because they they don't want to look like the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I understand that part of it. I think the biggest problem, I mean, it was a very good documentary. I liked a lot of the, you know, the stories that were told by everybody and, like, definitely a lot of the first season stuff. I didn't know the behind the scenes of that Right. Um, So the first episode, there was a lot I got out of it. Then it felt like they were repeating clips over and over. Over like certain clips they kept doing. There was one thing they were saying about uh, them getting in a fight. Uh, The the one guy getting in the fight with the referee. They repeated that Mm -hmm. thing in every episode for the first four episodes, and they never give you the resolution. And not only that, in the first episode, they act like this happened first season we kicked him off and then you know we moved on from that and then yeah that's and then they true. talk yeah. a little about steroids and then later in it the timeline changes because all of a sudden yeah. when the steroid scandal is happening which is when they're already famous now is when yeah. this guy got kicked so like instead of it being chronological they like mm-hmm. made it like all wonky and in a way that made it feel like they were trying like you said they're trying to hide something or make yeah. themselves look good. And so mm-hmm. that, uh, the non-chronological non-chron- nature of how they told the story was my biggest problem with it. Still, yeah, I agree. I'm going to watch the whole thing. I'm, I've got one, one and a half more episodes left, so... Right. I don't know, it fails on a certain documentary levels, but it's still entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, what, do you, what are you thinking? Uh, six and a half? I was thinking a six, but I'm not done with it yet. I, I, it also documentary style, like talking head, uh, show. It's very, it's a standard talking head documentary show. So extremely, yeah. Like cookie cutter almost. Yeah. 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 Couldn't agree. Cool. Uh, what else did you watch? Oh, the last thing I saw was delete on Netflix. I think you saw some, you saw something else, right? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> did you hear about this? I did. Uh, yeah, uh, I think someone told me about it. Because I hadn't heard uh, about it at all. I just randomly found it, it was, when I went on Netflix. Yeah, it, it wasn't you. Uh, I don't remember. Somebody else. Okay. Uh, so this is a. There's a woman at the very beginning. She's in a grocery store, and a little mm-hmm. girl walks up with her, her cell phone and says, "Hey, can you take a picture of me in the grocery store?" Mm-hmm. And as the woman's starting to take a picture of her. You see the little girl start to cry, and then mm-hmm. she disappears when the picture's taken. Uh, and that's how the whole good, show yeah. starts, which is a very good beginning. Uh, I yeah. like the, you know, the way it opens. It really hooks you. But the whole story is about mm-hmm. now this woman has this cell phone type thing, camera thing, that can make people disappear, and she doesn't know what to do with it or why she has it or what, why the little girl gave it to her. So it's a mis- mystery, but also a, there's a lot of drama happening. Cause there's like, 
One uh, woman is cheating with her husband's best friend, but she's also friends with the wife of that guy. Uh, mm. And then the wife finds out. There's like a whole, you know, uh, drama section to it. So, And this is Thai? Uh, uh, did you see this dubbed? Yeah, I saw it dubbed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, ugh, can't bother. Uh, I I think the dub was totally okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the story's really interesting. I I I might watch more. Uh, maybe not. It just depends on. I'm wondering if I'll put it on my thing list of things to finish or not. Mm. I don't know. I don't know that I'm feeling it that much. <sighs> yeah. Um. I'm two episodes and I'm out. I think. Uh. But I'm I I'm kind of where you are, I guess. I it 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 felt uh, weird. I I uh, like some of the acting is is very um, uh, over the top. Okay. Uh, but I I I think the concept is incredibly I- interesting. Uh, and the whole thing of like um, using this camera for uh, bad purposes is interesting. I like that thing. Yeah, I, I I wish it was a little more sci-fi-y and a little less like relationship drama-y. Yeah. But I understand mm. that that's like this style of show. It's 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 more i would say it's even more drama than it is sci-fi so you just if you're going to watch it you better want to see things about relationships and people so i think that's the part i didn't connect with as much did you watch by the way just two yeah yeah same as me yeah. and i'm not sure if i'd watch more like i said so i'd probably give it a 4.5 yeah i'm i'm at a 4 as well there's also just so many other things that came out this year that i still need to finish that i don't think this would be yeah. high on a list even if it was yeah yeah uh, i i agree i uh, i have things on my list that i need to finish uh gosh i have so many things that i i want to see that uh i, I haven't seen uh the rest of uh that's everything i had uh other than based on a true story episode four look we saw that together oh yeah i need to get the description one second the survivor Crime Con, Las Vegas, Ava and Nathan surround themselves with thousands of true crime addicts. Mm-hmm. The, it was a little confusing as to why they went there, but what we're to understand is her favorite crime podcast women are going to yeah, this. Yeah, the whole thing was. Yeah. And they're going to learn how to podcast from them at like a seminar, which that's right. not what so seminars whole- at like. Con- conventions are even about right, so I don't know. Right, uh, but uh, we we ended last uh, week with them um, uh, looking at their numbers, and we learned they had hundred and twenty seven plays or something. It was not very uh, many. Yeah, yeah, but holy fuck, I love this episode. This is this is uh, definitely the best episode so far. Uh, them focusing on the villain in this episode, I fucking loved it. Uh, we learned so much about him. Uh, 
And also uh, that he's kind of stupid. I wouldn't say stupid. I'd say he... He... Test he wants... Faith. Yeah, he wants... To get caught. Yeah. I would say he wants people to know his story. And that's why he's so, like, on board to do this. Uh, mm. And I think that, you know... I don't think he necessarily wants to get caught, but he wants people to know, uh, you know, it's like the the reason serial killers write notes uh, for the police to find and things like that. Right. Whatever that kind yeah. of, like, mentality is. Yeah. 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 I can see that. And then we have a cliffhanger uh, but, at the end with the woman. Yeah, I love the cliffhanger. Going, <laughs> I, I'm just going to say going off the building, because we don't know if he yes. threw her off the building or whether she threw herself off the building. Uh, and that's the uh, I, that's I the mystery. Suicide. Yeah, I think personally, I think it's suicide. Because he gave her kind of a a he gave her an ultimatum. That's the word where he was right. like, if you if you leave this place, basically, I'm gonna hunt you down and kill you. Uh, mm. And if if uh, if you release that, you know who I am, then I'm gonna ruin your family and kill and then kill you anyways. And right. so, the other option, I guess, would be for her to jump to save her family. That's what we're right. thinking right now, but we'll find mm -hmm. out ne next episode. We could be wrong. What if somebody else threw her off the building? Somebody completely different. But, uh, yeah, I gave this episode an 8. I think that's right. 8? Yeah. I didn't so really good. like the... Whenever they do these convention things in shows, it looks so kind of, like, cheesy, because you're never going to get, like... The right. right look to it. It look. It always looks and a little also, fake. Yeah. And also minus for that stupid fucking sex scene. That was totally unneeded. Oh yeah, the dr daydream sex scene. Uh, yeah. Which we're kind of confused about, but uh, we'll, so we're stupid. just gonna go with it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, some uh, TV news. A small will actor uh, uh, released uh, from prison. Why did uh, this person get released? Uh, she pleaded guilty for her role in a sex trafficking case tied to the cult uh, Nexium, uh, and she has been released from a California prison, according to the government website. Online records maintained by the Federal Bureau of Prisons say Mackie 40 was released on Monday. Um, she helped prosecutors mount evidence showing how Rainier, uh, who was the leader of the cult, created a secret society that included brainwashed women who were branded with his initials uh, to avoid a longer term a longer prison term she cooperated with federal authorities in their case against Rainier who was ultimately sentenced to 120 years in prison so mm -hmm. yeah she made a deal to get out early uh, she sung like a canary as they say yeah uh, I hope she had beautiful singing voice. I mean, they, that cult is still totally around. You know that, right? Like, it didn't... Yes. Like, the leader going away didn't actually get rid of the cult. <laughs> no, it didn't help anybody. Uh, I didn't... Wasn't it uh, uh, H3H3 that uh, had a... They had the guy who's, like, defending him. Yeah. He's, like, the one guy yeah. online... I think he's, like... Um, remember that guy who was, like, the face of Scientology for a while? Uh, yes. Uh, he's, like, this guy's, like, the face of, uh, Nexium. Yeah, the guy who mm -hmm. was on H3. I don't think he's really, like, the leader. New leader, I mean. He's, like, the PR guy. Yeah. 
Uh, hey, I don't know if you caught this, uh, Luke, but there's uh, a writer's strike going on. So guess what? Uh, there are some TV shows that are set on pause. Actually, there are a lot. Uh, things like Stranger Things, Cobra Kai, Big Mouth, American Horror Story, Yellow Jackets, Billions. Oh my god, I could go on and on and on and on. Uh, yeah, uh... I think a lot of these... Well, Severance is a big one. I don't think mm -hmm. anybody cares about 1923 Family Guy. I guess a lot of people watch American Dad. Probably people still watch Abbott mm -hmm. Elementary. We thought was terrible, but apparently everybody loves that show, right? I don't understand what I see in that. FBI yeah. Most Wanted, they probably should just cancel anyways. <laughs> yeah. And then we have all the late night shows as well that are all canceled, but uh, not, they're oh, not... Oh, so sad. Yeah. So... What will Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Fallon, and Seth Meyers, and John Oliver do? Oh wait, they have a millions and millions of dollars already, so we shouldn't feel sorry for them? Oh. And there's a whole other medium of internet uh, that they could go to <laughs> and gain a f like easily gain a following and make money at? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's almost like it's... it's uh, this strike should go on just for those fucking shows. I was on Peacock last night, and I got a commercial mm. for a podcast with Will and Jack from the Will and Grace show, and it was a podcast about them going through each episode of Will and Grace. Oh my god. It's like the most meta podcast. Me. Yeah, I know. I would never... Uh, uh, that is probably one of my, like, least favorite shows of all time. That's a new like, meta in the podcasting thing is all these old actors. Because there's an Office one that got really yeah. popular with two people from The Office going through Office episodes. And now everybody wants to do it. Right. That's And that's a totally okay, but it's like willing... Okay, I could talk. You just uh, have a problem with Will and Grace. Will and Grace, yes. Okay. It is uh, one of the worst shows ever made, probably. Uh, I just hate it. Uh, but yeah, uh, ho Hollywood actors also may join uh, the writers on strike. Why? It says Hollywood actors may be days from joining screenwriters in what may be the first two union strike in industry his history in more than six decades, with huge consequences for film and television production. Uh, so what's happening is the contract between the Screen Actors Guild... Uh, and televisions, arts, and studios. There's having a problem with the streaming services and production companies that employ them, and had been set. Uh, the deal had been set to expire last Friday night, but hours before the two sides said that they had agreed to extend the contract, and the talks to the next one, unionized actors have voted to overwhelmingly authorize their leaders to call for a strike if the deal is not reached. Um, mm. Reports say said the talks have been productive, but some actors have expressed worried their leaders aren't pushing hard enough. Uh, thousands of them, including Meryl Streep, Jennifer Lawrence, and Bob Odenkirk, have signed a letter to negotiators saying they are willing to strike and are concerned that the leaders are not ready to make sacrifices on their behalf. Mm. So the actors are like, no, we want to go strike, and the leaders are like, we want to make a deal. Uh, but the, the actors... They have a lot of sway, obviously. Hmm. Well, uh... Oh my god, this is super interesting, actually. The Guild, okay. 
uh, is led by president and former nanny star Fran Drescher, who represents oh. the 160,000 screen actors. I hope she does a speech. Do a speech. Do a speech. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully in the nanny voice, right? Uh, that's how she really talks. That's the best thing. That's not a... That the, the nanny voice is, like, maybe I, a little I, bit I, elevated, I, yeah. but, like, yeah. that's... That's why we'll play it on the show if she does it, because she's amazing. I, 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 in all honesty, t- thought it was made up uh, for many, many years before I like heard an interview with her. I was like, "Holy fuck, what is going on?" I wish I could do an impression because I want to do an impression no. of her like on the picket line in front yeah, of no. like you know what I mean, doing like that that speech that you see people do, which mm. would be I, I, hopefully that happens. It would be amazing. Uh, well, since there's no TV to watch, guess what? You can read a book instead, uh, because then you can make up a TV show in your mind. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. Uh, if you go to that link, you get a 30-day trial of Audible. They have a lot of things that you can get. Uh, for free, uh, they have a lot of Audible originals that are free. Uh, the Little Mermaid, uh, narrated by Lee and Pancock, uh, for example, one of his is dead. Uh, also, is free now. Uh, when you find me, Dante's Inferno, you can listen to. Uh, and you can also get a free book. Uh, And if you cancel after those 30 days, I'm going to guess you will not. Uh, You get to keep that free book, and you also support us, so do that. Let's talk about some movies. I saw Wrath of Becky, which you saw two weeks ago? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The follow-up to Becky, which, like we said, it only has the one character, because for obvious reasons, if you've seen the first one. Um, it's, It's really good. I liked all of it. I wouldn't say it's any better or any worse than the first one. I, actually, I, I would probably say the first one's better. I think you said the second one you liked more, right? Yeah, I, I liked the second one better. Yeah. I think the first one's better, but it more just for, like, um, the originality of it, where this one, mm-hmm. like, was just, you know, a sequel. Uh, I didn't like the ending of this one, really. The very oh, last okay. part of it, which, I mean, it's setting up for a sequel, I get there. Yes. I just don't like where they're going with it. Um, so overall, I, as far as a kind of what's a word for it, revenge type movie, I would give it mm. a a si- seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I very much like it more than you done. It's still uh, super entertaining and definitely worth watching. It's I'm just comparing it more to the first one, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I have put 30-plus hours into Hogwarts Legacy this week, so guess what? I haven't watched that much, because... It's a big game. It, yeah. It is so fucking big. Uh, but uh, um, I think this probably will be the first game I 100% on. Like, I have never done that before. Uh, and... I have to say that that has to do with the combination of the story and everything. Like, I 
fucking love this game. It is so much fun. I, I'm having a blast. Anyway, uh, I did watch a movie without you this week. Uh, it was called Sisu. Uh, it is directed by Jelmary Hallander. Uh, this uh, reminds me of that German Bloods and Guts or whatever it was called on Netflix. Okay. Uh, uh, but even more like R-rated and more crazy. Uh, it is about this uh, Finnish uh, soldier uh, during the last days of the 1945 war uh, and on his way to the nearest town he meets uh, some German soldiers in a big tanks and they hunt gold it's almost like I've heard that story before uh, but uh, yeah it's a brutal brutal fucking movie that I Fucking love with some Norwegian actors in it. Uh, most uh, finished though. Uh, it is a very splashy action piece. Uh, it is uh, not very concerned with anything, and uh, so incredibly entertaining. I think you will love this. I am thinking an eight point five. Yeah. Okay. I saw Evil Dead Rise uh, with what? I don't. What was her name? Alyssa Sutherland is what it says. Uh, it yeah. has Bruce Campbell in it a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. The this movie is very like I was expecting more comedy stuff to happen. In, this is like way serious for an Evil Dead movie. Right, I yeah. told you that. Yeah. Oh well, I I didn't remember that. I guess I went into it being like, oh, this is gonna, I'm gonna have a little fun. This was nope, legitimately terrifying. Which I guess for a yeah. horror movie is like awesome. But I didn't go in with those expectations. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was expecting one thing and got something totally different. Uh, which I guess if I was going into this thinking, oh my god, this is gonna be a super terrifying movie. I guess when I saw like the trailer. That should have probably given it away that there's not really any comedy bits in the trailer or anything. Um, right. It was still good, and like I said, it's absolutely terrifying. I can't even remember a movie that actually creeped creeped me out more than this one. I, is a better word, because it wasn't like jump scare kind of scares, no. where there are a few no. of them, but it's more just like uh, uh, skin-crawly kind of creepy, right? Mm. That's what I thought of it. Uh I had a lot of fun with it, uh, just because I don't know that I've seen a horror movie that made me feel that way in a really long time. Usually horror movies, I watch them and it's just kind of like, eh, silly horror movie, or this is over the top and goofy, like, mm-hmm. the blood is, like, way too much or whatever. This was, like, really realistic and everything. Uh, I don't know, I'd give it a, mm, an 8, I guess? It was It was really well done. I loved, I loved it. Yeah, I do see how people wow. can have a problem with like the connections to the actual uh, franchise, though. Like, sure. Yeah. Uh, what was the last movie that we were watched uh, called? Naomi? No. Nimona. Something. Nimona. Yeah. 
the most generic movie I, I have ever seen in my entire life. Uh, but also extremely weird and uh, also I did not like whatsoever. Uh, what was it about? Uh, it was about a, a... It's like a futuristic land, but they still have kings and queens for some reason. Uh, and, yeah. and, like, what, monsters are real, according to these people. Um, yeah. This guy is going to get knighted, and then he gets framed into killing... He gets framed... Somebody frames him uh, into killing the queen, right? And so what? now he's on the run, and then he meets this young girl named Nimoda, who's a shapeshifter, uh, and it goes from there. It is uh, Vogue. It is trying very hard. Uh, it also reminds me, like, the animation style is very Arcana from Netflix. Uh, yeah, that's a good, a little, yeah. Uh, combined with uh, The Last Dragon, also from the Netflix movie. Uh, it is trying so hard. So hard it's trying. And it doesn't work. It thinks it's being clever and being like, oh, we're making these allegories and it's these clever, like, plays on words sometimes and we think we're being so smart and clever about things and it's like, it comes off as just like uh, blatant, you know what I mean? Like, super. Yeah, try hard is, is definitely the best way to put it. Uh, they're just really trying to do something, right? Uh, and I, I don't know that it really... love this movie. What? People really, really love this movie for some strange reason. I have seen nothing but good reviews for this. So I mean, the animation is us. animation is not great. Uh, the storyline nope. is super basic. Like, yep. It's about a billion stories you've heard before. Uh, yep. The characters aren't that interesting, so nope. I don't know. I don't know what people see in it other than, like, just kind of the... What's the word for it? Um, the messaging. Yeah. Right. And like I said, it is... Uh, all of a sudden, our main character, for example, is gay. Like, I have absolutely nothing against, like, the main character in the movie being gay. Just so that... Well, I think it's the way they but did it. The, they they yeah, surprise the you it. with it. It's just like so fucking uh, on the nose that I I like I started laughing because it was so out of nowhere. I don't, I, and I think it's more that like it's twenty twenty three, the concept yeah. that like we need to surprise people with that he's gay and that like oh my mm-hmm. god it's a surprise, like mm-hmm. that in and of itself <laughs> is somewhat offensive, right? You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And they don't. They think they're doing something the opposite when, in actuality, they're they're treating it like it's something that needs to be surprising and like something weird, right? When it's this, it's yeah. a gay, it's a two gay guys. This is a, not a big deal in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think I like this even less than you did. What are you going to give it as a score? Um. I don't know. What's the redeeming quality of this? Not much. So probably a a two. Yeah, I'm going to be very mean and say a one. So I'm I'm happy you gave it a two. 
yeah, like you said, the audience scores are all like in the nineties. Uh, everything's yeah. either in the eighties or the nineties for like scores on this. I just, yeah, I don't know. I think also, you know, how many pe- how many people watch this? I guess I don't know. We'd have to. F- we're never going to know that because Netflix. All right. Anyway, uh, when you take Hot Wheels, <laughs> don't you think emotional, grounded, and gritty? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't, no? like, there's no, <laughs> Hot Wheels doesn't have, like, a, a universe. There's no Hot Wheels universe, right? You don't think emotional when you think uh, Hot Wheels and not grounded and gritty? That's weird. That's what J.J. Abrams is saying about his upcoming Hot Wheels movie. <laughs> and during a visit to the Mattel Design Center the uh, by the New Yorker, director J.J. Abrams revealed some details in a short video about his upcoming Hot Wheels movie. Uh, for a long time, we were talking to Mattel about Hot Wheels, and we couldn't find the thing that clicked that made it worthy of the Hot Wheels title that it deserved. And then we came up with something emotional, grounded, and gritty. Right. Uh, we, I think it we even talked so about we talked about the Hot Wheels TV show recently, and I yeah. and I was saying like they have been making this weird push to like make themselves into like the new Lego, and like yeah, make make definitely. this like nostalgia connection that Lego has with young kids, and mm. they just it doesn't work as well because like Lego built the franchise in that in that way using like the Lego animated movies. That's really mm-hmm. what, like, built the, like, universe of Lego, you know? The Batman Every, Lego universe yeah. and things like that. There is no, like... Like I said, there's no Hot Wheels... Who's the main character universe. of Hot Wheels? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> A car, I'm right. guessing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, there aren't people in the cars, right? So, yeah, yeah it's never going to work, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm... Curious. Another thing I'm very curious about is is this Barbie movie. Holy fuck! It's either going to be very good or extremely bad. Right now, I think it's going to be extremely bad. But uh, that's my personal opinion about it. It looks awful, but uh, uh, we will see. Maybe yeah, we will good. see. Maybe it will su- surprise me. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it depends on how seriously it takes itself. That that's going to be the Very deciding much. factor. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been banned in Vietnam over the weirdest reason ever. Uh, because the movie includes the view of a map showing disputed Chinese t- territorial claims in the South China Sea. The newspaper Vietnam Express and other media said the poster advertising Barbie was removed from distributors and websites after Monday's decision with Margot Robbie playing Margot Robbie playing Barbie and Ryan Gosling playing Ken uh, it was supposed to open July 21st in Vietnamese theaters so yeah uh, I think we've seen things like this before I want to say there was uh, I know it was t- the newest top gun movie and it was banned somewhere. I want to say it was, uh, geez, it was somewhere in that area because of, it said, like, 
something about Taiwan. It was something on a mm. map also in that, uh, and, and it was something about Taiwan. I remember that. I don't remember exactly why. But it, that's, it, it is kind of weird because China is not batting it, so uh, yeah, it's, it's a strange thing. Uh, okay, uh, Prisoner's Daughter. I have not seen this trailer, so should we? Well, actually, I found it says Top Gun Maverick. Uh, it was a, Ty- a Taiwanese flag, uh, and China was mad about it. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, let's check out this trailer. Vertical. Hello. Kate Beckinsale. I feel like I haven't seen her in, in anything in, in a really long time. Uh, what was the last thing I saw her in? I think it was the vampire movies. I don't remember what they were called. Uh, Underworld? Underworld, yeah. Oh, the director of... Of, <laughs> of Twilight. Mm. Seems like a bit of a different movie than Twilight. You pay me rent. What do you mean? You don't think Brian Cox is a vampire? Didn't we see a TV show recently where like her dad got out of jail? Yes. And she it was she was living with her brother. Yep. We saw this TV show already. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what it was called because it was so fucking generic and bad. It was from this year, though. I know that. And it was on a streaming service. It wasn't on, like, regular TV. This looks so fucking generic. I was gonna say, it looks like a real feel-good movie. Yeah. I think this is a if-you-want-to-cry kind of movie. Yeah, no, I haven't done that too much this week. Powerful, stellar, outstanding. You could literally cut a review that said, stellar would be a, a word I would never I use for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you go to jail? Which time? Wait, yeah, this is did you go to prison? looking terrible. I can't Jesus Christ almighty. Okay, uh, what is this totally going to be Oscar-nominated movie all about, look? A terminally ill prisoner, oh, he's also terminally ill, gets to spend uh, a final few weeks under house arrest with his estranged daughter and her 12-year-old son. Right, and it looks like from the trailer she has a druggy boyfriend or something also? Yeah. Mm. Lots of drama. It's got 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not e- there's no not even a Google score for this. So yeah. The last good thing Kat, uh, Kate Beckinsale was saying was "Guilty Party" from 2021. That was a okay TV series. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That okay. Was yeah. Good. It was yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. I got a one from the IMDb actually about her. K-Beck mm-hmm. is back from Top Dog Critic. Uh, wow, this little gem was surprising and better than expected, especially my going into this low with low expectations due to poor, poor critic reviews. I do understand the negativity, and it all boils down to amateur quality filmmaking. 
Well, that kind of... <laughs> it kind of explains it, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, I don't know why you gave it a 9, but... Yeah, uh, Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian said, uh, gave it 1 out of 5 and said, Here's a terrible movie, a TV movie-style piece of work with some awful acting and deeply questionable crass final. It's even more uh, wince-inducing giving the lineup of alpha ta talent behind it. Uh, Nicholas Group said 5 out of 10. Great performances are hindered by a ho-hum plot. The film is basically a showcase for Brian Cox and Kate Beckinsale. If it wasn't for their acting talent, this would have been a tor would have been torture to sit through. The story is basic, and the dialogue can feel stilted more often than not. The plot devices used here are as stale as the day old hot dog. Been there, seen it, got the movie ticket already. Uh, he gave it two point five dirtbag dads out of five. So. A movie I am not looking forward to, funny enough. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny coming out this week. I don't fucking care. Uh, Daredevil archaeologist Indiana Jones uses against time to receive a legendary dial that uh, can change the course of history. Accompanied by his uh, his granddaughter, goddaughter, sorry, uh, and he's, uh, he soon finds himself squaring against Jürgen Waller, a former, guess what, a Nazi. What? In an Indiana Jones movie? That's crazy. Whoa. That's crazy. He works for NASA. Uh, uh, this has uh, 3.7 on uh, uh, Google. Uh, it has 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm so fucking not looking forward to this that I can't tell you. Uh, everybody, I think it's not everybody, but everybody, uh, with a space. The story mm. of three intersex individuals who set aside medical advice to keep their bodies a secret and instead came, and instead came out as authentic... As their authentic selves. Jeez. 6.10 out of... T 6 out of 10 on IMDb. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. I do not see any other scores. Ruby Gilman. Teenage Kraken. That is a title. Uh Lots of long <laughs> titles this week. Like, Indiana Jones had a long title. This one and yeah. another one all had, like, super long titles. Uh, Ruby Gilman is a sweet and awkward high school student who discovers she's a direct descendant of a warrior Kraken queen. Okay. Uh, the Kraken is sworn to pre <coughs> sorry, uh, protect uh, the oceans of the world against the vain power-hungry mermaids. Oh, that was the problem. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, detained to inherit the throne for... From her uh, commanding grandmother, Ruby must use her newfound powers to protect those she loves the most. This is, guess what, an animated movie. What? Uh, with voices of Lisa Cushy, you know. That amazing Lisa Cushy. Uh, Jane Fonda, uh, uh, Will Forte, Blue Chapman. Holy fuck. I think it's Animer Disney, right? It's uh, Universal. Oh, okay. Picture. Yeah. 
Um, the child. Is that how you say it? The child. I assume. Desperate to secure. F it's got an e at the end though. Desperate to secure. Childing. Childing. Yeah. Desperate to secure funds for his mother's sur surgery, an amateur boxer searches for the wealthy father he's never met. Traveling from mm -hmm. the Philippines to Korea, he is relentlessly pursued and forced to confront the shocking truth. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 4 out of 5 from Voices of the Balcony, and 98% of Google users liked it. Uh, it's Korean. It, those are pretty good scores. I'm so happy I'm getting all the wrong, uh, long titles this week. I, I don't uh, know how that happened. It just happened. <laughs> because this is called Desperate Souls, Dark City and the Legends of the Midnight Cowboy. Whew. Uh, it is a documentary. Uh, extend, ex, extensive archival material and compelling new interviews. Uh, illuminate how the 1969 uh, movie uh, Midnight Cowboy captured the essence of the time and place reflecting a rapidly changing society with striking clarity. One of my fucking favorite movies. Love Ca Midnight Cowboy. Uh, it's definitely one of the best Brian De Palma movies of all time. Uh, a Southern Haunting? Uh, also known as 40, I guess. Uh, after receiving 40 acres, a former slave family battles man and myth to uncover the truth that lurks behind their land. 8.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not sure why it's got two names, but maybe 40 is like, was the working title and a Southern Haunting is like the official, is my only guess. Mm. War Horse 1. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, th that is a uh, movie about a Navy SEAL master chef that must guide a child to safety through the gauntlet of Taliban uh, insurgents. That sounds generic as fuck. Uh, 57 on Rotten Tomato, 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 4.3 out of 5 on a Movie Insider. Speaking of generic, look who is the lead actor in this movie. Johnny Strong, yeah. Is that a real... That can't be a real name. You know uh, Johnny Str uh, Strong from The Fast and Furious, I think. I'm sure I do, That's... but I didn't know his... I didn't know, like, his real name or whatever his real name is, right? Johnny Strong. That's crazy. He's been in so incredibly many, like, stupid fucking movies. Like, go and watch his, like, IMDb list. It's just, like... Shit movie after shit movie after shit movie. I think he was in, like, Black Hawk Down and things like that as well. Oh, okay. If I don't remember incorrectly. Okay, which movie of these do you want to see? Um, They all have great scores, and I don't think I want to see a single one of them. Yeah, that's uh, kind of my feeling uh, about it as well. Uh. I will say which movie I want to see the least is actually Indiana Jones, funny enough. Uh, I think that uh, I'm a little bit burned uh, since the King, uh, Kingdom, uh, Kingdom of Crystal. Uh, Crystal Star Skull, was that one, the last one? Yeah. I'll uh, still watch it. I'm like, I know that oh, one is terrible. I'll watch it. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I don't want to. <laughs> uh, because 
it's going to be bad and I don't want to disgrace my memories of uh, the three good Indiana Jones movies. Yes, there are three good Indiana Jones movies. Fight me on it. Uh, but yeah. I mean, if I was um, forced to, I guess A Southern Haunting is like the one that I would watch the most. Yeah. I guess so. It sounds like it's a horror movie that possibly monster movie. They're saying there's mm. secrets behind their land, so it could be like a interesting monster movie. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, next week we will talk of news of the week. Hopefully with more news. Uh, TV and movies of the week. If there will be any TV or movie this week. <laughs> Who knows? Right. Uh, ba- based on the True Story episode 5. Looking forward to that for sure. Uh, how many episodes are there? I think it's eight. Eight? Yeah. Okay. Let me look. So uh, we yeah, are eight. in the middle right now. Yeah, we're ha- halfway through. Yep. Yeah. Uh, another digital review of Jorah. Are they making another fucking version of that movie? How many fucking versions of Joyride? This had a space in it. It's not like Joyride one word. It's like Joyride. Uh, so I'm not sure if. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it's based on anything, really. I have no... I, I haven't seen any Yeah, because the, so. the last one was from la- last last year, I want to say. Was uh, uh, a joyride. I don't know. Uh, and then there was uh, the horror movies, of course. Um, yeah. Okay. None of those okay. are ringing a bell to me for some reason. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, uh, terrible movies. Uh, anyway. Jeremy uh, Round. Jeremy Round. Uh, yeah, we opened with it. Holy fuck. Uh, the Miranda we t- Sings. Did we talk about it last week or the week before We when we went, like, in the Jeremy Round, we talked about the whole controversy with Miranda Sings. I think it was two weeks ago. Why did everything this week happen two Something weeks ago? Like but you brought you had sent me a thing in the chat, so we could go back mm-hmm. if we wanted to. You sent me a video, and that's the week we talked about it, whenever that was. Um, and she had not responded up until this week, mm-hmm. when she chose to do what is widely considered the worst apology video ever. Yeah, it's not an apology video though, so I was going to look for another word for it the worst response video ever made because she doesn't actually apologize is the problem it's on the level <laughs> of of uh do you remember was it a guy or a girl that had this interpreted dance apology it was a woman her name was yeah. uh sienna may sienna may right. miller was her name and she yeah. th- that was even almost worse to a degree because that was actual sexual assault that happened and she mm. did an interpretive dance to like respond to it this there was it was creepy and she it looking like uh what just came out in the last few days in text messages is that she sent nudes to to minors which is an actual crime everything up until that point hadn't really been a crime it just been really creepy mm-hmm. this is this is, that's an actual that that's like a federal offense to send nudes but, to uh... minors Let's see if we can uh, involve Trisha Paytas in this. That is the involvement. <laughs> because the nudes were of Trisha Paytas. 
they weren't. Yes, they were super happy about that. Right. I should I be more this. accurate, and, and it might have sounded like she sent nudes of herself to minors. No, she sent no. nudes of somebody completely else. Who yeah. and it was years earlier, and then recently they had formed a podcast together, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why then Trisha had to respond and disavow anything. Uh, basically saying, like, she even apologized to the people about uh, having to see her nudes, but it's like, you didn't, like, you didn't do anything, like, you didn't uh, give them to free, for free for her to give to somebody else or anything like that, so I don't know why she apologized, really. Right. Uh, And if you go to YouTube, there is, like, 6,000 videos about uh, this I saw uh, two today. And it's been yeah. like almost a full week. <laughs> so, so fucking many people are talking about this. It was so video. like right after we did the podcast last week, I yeah. I listen back through and make sure there's nothing wrong with the podcast. And I go to mm-hmm. upload. And as I'm uploading, I go to YouTube just to see what's going on. And there's four videos in a row um, mm-hmm. from different people like all at the same time. One of them was even like a live stream. The I want to say it was uh, some commentary YouTuber. They were like, I I don't even want to like film a video and edit it. I'm just going to live stream the reaction to it. It was like everybody mm. was on it right away. Uh, yeah, it was... And so many parodies of, of uh, this apology. Some of them are very, very funny. Some of them are very, very cringe. And most of them are a little, like, of both. And now, of course, because there's more that's come out with these nude pictures after this Mm -hmm. apology, and obviously, according to certain people, I'll say, uh, they were deleting comments off the the initial react, uh, her ukulele video. Did we mention the mm-hmm. ukulele? Obviously, we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but right. I don't think we just mentioned it now. Uh, the response was for them to delete comments. So they're like in, you know, they're backpedaling this whole thing. Are, is she going to come out again and make another response? Like, that's, you know what I mean? Or is she just going to disappear? I hope she comes back using Boga. Bongos? Boga bongs, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. she could do what about uh, a whole like um, rock band? Uh, <laughs> she could do a rock band apology, or what was that oh, really? Gosh. The one that didn't work? That was like the DJ set, the DJ rock, rock band yes. thing. Yeah, that would be good. That would, that would be a good apology thing. Funny. But yeah, no, we should mention the ukulele and the fact that she did a ten-minute non-apology video and the entire time did the ukulele thing. Which is like the most uh, millennial white girl thing you could possibly do is play a ukulele. Like, I thought we'd gotten past the ukulele phase of YouTube. (laughs) I thought, I think she's living in the past is another thing. She's definitely trying to rationalize things. And she, she doesn't seem sorry. She seems like she, in the video, is... Saying everybody, it's everybody else's fault, and that she's the victim. Right. She's trying to like act like the victim in it, and that's a whole other thing. Is like she doesn't know, she doesn't even realize what to take accountability for. A lot of people are saying you need to take accountability. I don't even think she realizes that she did anything wrong yet. <laughs> like that's yeah. the really hard part. 
Yeah, no, it's, it is so fucking weird and it is very, uh, I feel like this probably would have gone under the radar if uh, there was someone that was kind of like a little more unknown. But the, the fact that it's Miranda Sings and like Miranda Sings like has been there since like fucking I started watching YouTube. I mean, I, I never watched Miranda Sings when she I like I'd heard mm. the name and I knew who there was a YouTuber, but I never watched any of her content. So mm. I didn't wow. really have that much of a connection to her. So like mm. I had heard it for weeks before you sent me the video that you sent me. And it's been, mm. like, this has been a boiling thing for years at this point, because the oh, original oh, Adam yeah. McIntyre video came out years ago about yes. him talking about the bra and stuff. And now yeah. it's gotten to a point where now we have receipts of, like, the nude photos, which is, like, a whole other level yeah. uh, of, uh, you know, like I said, that's an actual crime. So, yeah. I felt so bad for Trish. Uh, like... Her content lately has been very, like, up, uh, like, very, like, happy, and, uh, it seemed like she was very happy doing that podcast as well with her, and That's a real bummer, I, then. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, and, especially, I don't want her to, like, she seems like she's been really in a good place. Yeah. Like, she hasn't been in any drama or anything, and even in nope. her response video, she was like, I don't want to be involved in this, I'm just doing this video to keep myself out of it almost yeah um i don't want her to like yeah. i don't want her to spiral i guess is my thing yeah totally. yeah i agree yeah so whew, gosh uh is there anything else to talk about because that like this has been so integrated in YouTube this week. Yeah, the only other thing I had, which is, you know, equally as big of a deal, is that Bingo 98 had to be halted because of mold <laughs> in Brutal Moose's uh, kitchen closet. So, I mean, they're yeah, pretty much on the same level, right? The same level. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, PewDiePie saying goodbye for now. And then did a video uh, today with Cinnamon Toast Ken. <laughs> yeah. I think that was pre-filmed. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Right. Uh, but yeah, he's taking a, a break because guess what? He's getting a child. Again, what is it with people making child? Stop it. I think it's the springtime thing, right? You know, Pete, they say right after... Uh... Right, right after spring is when everybody finds out they have a kid because it's like it's actual right. like bi biological, like it's in our DNA. Just like all animals have, have babies during spring, it's in our brains whether we realize it or not. I I guess I don't realize it at all. Then no, I I, I don't think we're on on that same level. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> We're on the super super level. We're on the non-child level of of in intelligence. Oh, Sheen! Did you hear about Sheen? No. You know that crappy clothing brand. There's a big controversy. They had a bunch of people, like a bunch of influencers, do like a PR thing for them because there's mm. you know they're this really low quality brand that probably uses child labor. So they took all these influencers to, like, a shop in China somewhere, 
and showed like the working conditions, but everybody's like, that's one of like probably hundreds of shops you have. Like, you're definitely uh, whitewashing this whole thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, it was definitely a big controversy. Oh. Uh, the Covacilla Logan Paul scam thing uh, came back uh, because uh, guess what? Logan Paul has not paid a shit of money back to, the, uh, to people. Yeah, and he's that that he said he was going to do. Is that what it was? Yeah. Like, I watched one video on it and I was a little confused if he was doing another scam now also. Cause, no. Okay. He, he, he have just not paid people back okay right uh yeah and uh the other paul brother got engaged this week so oh i didn't hear that that's not a thing probably i i don't trust those guys because they've had fake weddings before so what yeah how dare you how dare you say bad things about our superheroes our glorious leader, Jake mm-hmm. Paul. Mm-hmm. Love all all of the Pauls. Okay, uh, I think that's uh, all I want to talk about. Do you have anything else? No, that was it for me. Well, uh, from Nor of the Way, uh, I'm Fro. I'm Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another di- another digital another digital citizen 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 another digital citizen